So I'm going to explain this. Snow, sledding is going to turn into a snowball fight. Gotcha. You know, I live in Minnesota. Shout to Soda. Y'all know what it is. Um, and in those types of snows, especially when it's blizzing, it's coming down, that's when you want to have the sleigh days. You want to get it while the snow is nice and, you know, moving and you can really, and then all of a sudden, if I pushed you too long and you didn't feel something, now here comes the snowballs. And that's, in my, in my days or in, in, in my walks of life, that's when all the, the great snowball fights started for me, you know, started with sledding. Follow-up question for you. You can only have one former teammate on your side for a snowball fight. Who are you taking? Gary Trent. Gary Trent. He's just massive. And if I need a shield, I can get behind him. He's going to block everything. But then he's so bullheaded that he's going to take all the hits and try to throw all of that. So I'm going to let him do all of that while I load up over here. And, he's right. in your bunker. He's in my bunker. Loading I got to take snowballs. him. Yeah, because Cassell, Cassell and Pete Pierce, they ain't going to come outside because it's too cold. G Trent, he'll come outside. Welcome to episode 64 of Wolves Cast, the show that used to be super, but now encourages you to change the system. It's hosted by myself and my brother, I'm Neil. I'm Scott, everybody. Still Scott. Still right here. That's right, that's right, that's right. Episode 64. All my snowball fights start with hurt feelings and end with broken friendships. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've been in a snowball fight. Yeah, it's, you know... I just find that as I get older, I get colder. <laughs> like, like, you know, yeah. when I was a kid at recess, I'd be outside with no jacket on, just my hat on, always like climbing in snow piles. And now these no days, deal. I'm just a wimp. You know, I don't want to handle I, it. I don't want to get in that snow and make a snow angel like I used to. But KG, he's still, uh, he, man, he's proven. He's showing his Minnesota stripes there by uh, telling you what kind of uh, snowball fight he likes, what kind of sledding he likes. You know, he's he's from the Midwest. He's legit with that. He's down to clown in the snow, and he still he still got love for Gary Trent apparently. So <laughs> we that. all need to know who our go to snow yeah. snowmobile snowmobile snowball fight snowball fight partner comrade, is. Yeah. comrade in the bunker. That's right. Uh, welcome to Wolves Cast, everybody. Thank you for being here with us this week. Uh, we're back with you for another episode of our podcast. Really appreciate you listening to the show. It means a lot to us. Um, you know, first, uh, before we get things going, we got to say thank you to Canis Hoopus. They're a wonderful uh, Minnesota Timberwolves slash Minnesota Lynx uh, SB Nation blog. Make sure you go over to Canis Hoopus. Check out the writing that happens there all week long, before games, after games. You'll find our show there this week. There's a great post from uh, Eric and Madison uh, called Jamal Crawford is Hot and It's Fun to Watch. So uh, make sure you, you check out that one. That's one, one of my favorites from this week. And, yeah, they've been putting up our show. So we got to say thank you to Canis Hoopus. Even before they associated with us, they were still <laughs> my favorite SB Nation blog. The only blog I've ever commented on before. Yeah. I signed up for an account on SB Nation just so I could join that comment section. Yeah. So uh, make sure uh, yeah, make sure Canis Hoopus is a part of your Wolves uh, media intake for the week. Thank you to Canis Hoopus for hosting us. We hope you all had a happy holiday this oh, past yeah. week. Last week was more of our Christmas-themed episode. Yep. This is going to be our New Year's-themed episode because it's our final podcast of 2017. Crazy to think about. This a year but, yeah, that was. We are here. We're here at the very end of the year. We've done it. So, uh, you know, we had some fun for Xmas. Got some, you know, fun gifts. Yep. Tangentially related to the Wolves. All wore our Wolves jerseys. That was fun. Christmas night. 
that was fun. The Wolves got the win. We'll talk a little bit more in depth about that game uh, here coming up. But it was just cool to, you know, just just have the whole family together and uh, put on the jerseys. And last year, you know, we, we also played on Christmas but lost. So now the Wolves are finally on the winning side of things. And kind of soured our mood. You know, everyone's like, now you guys <laughs> yeah. are being grumpy and cranky yeah, yeah. on Christmas night. And it wasn't the last game, right? Yeah, it was, it was the, the second to last, last game. Yeah, last so year, we still so. had some time. Yeah, it was nice this year. <laughs> Got to feel good afterwards. That was wonderful. Um, yeah, so we have a new show for you this week. Um, this week on the show, we're going to do Full Court Press, talk about the Teague injury and a few other things. Um, we're also um, going to have a sponsor. Uh, we'll do Power Rankings. We'll have our Timberwolves uh, New Year's Resolutions um, Power ra- Ranked Up, um, as you do. Um, and then we'll have uh, Weekly Wolfies in the game. So it'll be a fun time. Stick with us. Keep 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 it rocking here. We're gonna we're gonna dig right into it. Let's talk about this week, Scott. Uh, it's, the, team, the team is three and zero since our last show with wins at Phoenix, at LA, and then the other night um, with Denver coming to town. We are currently recording this during the Milwaukee game. So yeah, the team's won five in a row. Will it be six? We don't know. We'll see. We'll see. My prediction. I'm halfway through. I said they'd go six and one yeah. these two weeks. They're already three and zero, and I said this would be the schedule loss. This would and be the one back yeah, to back. It sure feels Milwaukee. like it, especially after losing Jeff Teague. So we'll uh, see the other night. Well, we'll see if I'm. I'll be happy to be wrong on that, but uh, that's my prediction. It they last swept week. the road trip this week, though. That's pretty crazy. I, well, I don't you know like... when the last time that's been. Even though it's a shorty, still three games. That's it. Could be could be shorter. Yeah, I mean the most impressive win was in Denver, obviously. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know we're supposed to win against Phoenix, despite them beating us twice this year. Glad to, glad to have that season series over. Even though they're probably going to start yeah, tanking really. towards the end of the year, and would be worse. Would yeah. have been better to play them then. We we missed Booker in two of those games. Yeah, right? that's pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah, that's very lucky. And then obviously the Lakers didn't have Lonzo Ingram. I don't think those two guys moved the needle too much. Two uh, starters, but yeah, they're young guys. They're young still guys, figuring so it out. it's yeah. not like that's a make it or break it for their team. Bro- but it's always you know, missing nice. Brook Lopez was a bigger deal. Yeah, th- yeah. yeah, it really was. And yeah. So that's always nice to take care of business uh, when you're facing lesser teams on the road, you right? Know? Yeah, totally. So, yeah, it was nice to get that uh, road trip sweep. Gotta love that. You were there last night, Neil. Yes. What a up-and-down game you saw. We were mm. up by 19 at one point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got to see some free basketball. Yeah, it was fun to see OT. It was good to be at the game um, on Wednesday night. A sold-out game. That was pretty incredible to see on weeknight. You know, we've seen, yeah, we've seen it's some sold-out games. impressive on a weeknight. Yeah, it's usually a Friday night or you know, the Warriors are in town, something like that. But right. to I have mean, it be against a division opponent on a Wednesday night, I mean, albeit it's over the holiday. So, yeah, you're going to have that. But sure. come on, that, that's still cool. That's still good. Yeah, uh, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, you know, Jimmy told some told the other team what they can't do with him. Uh huh. Say they can't duck with me or they can't pluck with me. or Can't fuck with okay. me. Okay. Right. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Jimmy. Said it a few times in a row when he was on the court in overtime. <laughs> he did, he yes. hit that shot to tie the game up. Ooh. Had to take his mouth guard out. That's right. Tell so, him. Yeah, so definitely kind of a weird game. Wolves uh, led for a lot of it, led by 19 at one point. Two and a half of those quarters were dominant, uh, you know, from the Wolves. But, you know, as the NBA will do to you, it'll surprise you a little bit. And the team can come from behind and make things interesting in the, in the end. And that's what Denver did. And the Wolves led him back into the game. But. Thankfully, um, I will say the first on. quarter was probably the most fun 12 minutes of Timberwolves basketball <laughs> really all season. Everyone's yeah. just drilling threes. Threes are falling oh, left and right. Five threes, oh, five man. to six or something like that. Wiggins if had only, uh, if five only we total could shoot, in the game. If only we'd shoot like that every night. It's like, wow. That, but, was something, that was something crazy. Denver was real bad on defense last night for most of the game. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it's great to get that divisional rival win, 7-1 and one yeah. now against the Northwest Division. That's crazy. Keep it going. And uh, in general, it's just kind of nice to see this team coming together and playing like they actually know each other instead of just a bunch of strangers running ISO sets. It seems like we're finally yeah. starting to gel together as a team. And I say that every other week, it seems like, but it just That's continues you to get better and, better and Hopefully better, we'll you know? continue to say that throughout the year, even at the very end. Hopefully we're you're not reaching your peak until until the end of the season. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, so let's go ahead, Neil. We've got a couple topics to yeah, we do. cook off tonight in the full court press. Here we go. Here's the tip. Yeah. All right. The one downside of last night's game. Mm. Jeff Teague got e. slammed in the knee. Looked really bad, actually, Ouch. on the replay. I was watching the replay. I don't know how many times they shoot the replay when you're at Target Center. but Nah, they don't. I saw it on TV, and it, I was worried because it did not look good. It was one of those ones where a guy fell into his knee, and his knee went sideways, e. kind of buckled, and you're like, ooh, knees aren't supposed to be that way. Is that one something that I thought could be season-ending injury the second I saw it? So. Very happy to hear that it's an M. It's a grade one MCL sprain in his left knee, which is that that's bad. That's not good, but it's not a tear. But grade one is out of three, so that is right. the lowest level of this kind of sprain. So that's a good thing. Is yeah, he does have a sprained MCL. He will be out for multiple weeks, uh, maybe as many as four, five, six weeks. But it is a no structural damage. You know, so you know that all things considered, this is an, this is it's an okay diagnosis for right. Jeff Teague. Yeah, definitely not ideal. You know, you worry about uh, Teague. I was worried earlier in the season. He sat mm. a couple games out that sore Achilles. Yep, and it would really be a big blow to the team that's been playing so well. We're twenty three and twenty and no, we're twelve twenty two and thirteen. Okay, as of recording this pod. And so, like, losing – I know a lot of people have had their druthers with Jeff Teague's play. We can all nitpick it apart, his defense. Yeah. How he kind of – the pace that he runs the team at. But at the same time, he's been instrumental to our success. And so it would be a real bummer if we lost him for the season. So in comparison, three to six weeks, that's fine. As Not long bad. as he comes back healthy and good. Because we're paying a lot of money over these next several years. We need we need him to be that healthy Teague that barely sat out any games over the last several years. Yeah, I think Jerry Zagoda had the tweet um, earlier this evening that, you know, for the fa- last five years, Teague has played like 76 games or something like that. Like, he's been relatively, you know, really solid as far as that goes, as far as getting injured. So it is a bummer to see him um, go down. But it's also nice that I think he's probably the – the the starter that we could afford to lose the most right i mean i mean wiggins maybe i guess you could say but no um, second up for me would be taj as far as what we have could play really well as far as what we have on the bench as far as what we have as far as able guys on the bench having tyus come in that that's going to be all right we're going to be all right with that it's going to be fine so you don't want to lose a wayne as the thing right you know you gotta have butler and wiggins there yeah, Tyus will be able to step up real up. fast. Otherwise, yeah, Tyus will be able to step in. You know, he's already done it. He's already started two games this season. And uh, like we're you already said, a fatigue. team. We're a team. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's uh, Tyus has just stepped in. You know, with the Achilles fatigue yeah. earlier in the season. So he's, he's already did, been there. He did well during that stretch, and I yeah. think that. You know, our team is well suited for this where the ball doesn't always run through our point guard anyways. Jimmy Butler yeah. runs the offense for a little bit. Wiggins can do it a little bit. So it's not the worst position for us to take True. that hit at, which True. is nice. Even though Teague has been solid, been shooting well from three, you know, he's been, you know, moving the ball a lot and, and, and he's just been solid overall other than defense, I guess. So it's all right. I saw that you retweeted Woj today from the mm. Wolves cast account. Please don't do that. He's blocked me. I can't read those. <laughs> I had to log into the Wolves. I was reading through my personal Sorry. Twitter account and I had to log into the Wolves cast one just so I could see what you had retweeted. 
Yeah, just the diagnosis. Woj is, uh, Woj is the guy, I guess, for Minnesota. He gets the news first. He's the one that uh, he gets out there. You know, you knew it was going to be a national guy. I mean, John Krasinski might have been the one to get the first diagnosis, but no, it was Woj. He was the one. Mm-hmm. He's the one for Plugged us. In. So now we turn our attention to who will, you know, will the team make a move? Will they sign a player, even do a 10-day contract, or will they stay pat at what they're at? I mean, they already have, a, a, you know, a roster spot that's available, so it could be a situation where they could grab somebody. Um, Neil, do you want do you want the fun answer or do you want the honest answer? Uh, I, w- I want the honest answer. I mean, the, no, uh, we're not going to sign anyone. This no. is Tibbs. Yeah, we've had an open roster spot all season, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea of Tibbs, like. We've always saying, why doesn't Tibbs get more creative with D League call ups and trying out new guys? That's not who Tibbs is. That's the realistic uh, Tom Thibodeau as coach and GM answer. But what's the what's the fun answer then? Well, the fun answer is there's lots of guys that we could take a look at. Uh, uh, you know, for our D League team, Melo Trimble. Yeah, he, he was quite a scorer in college, quite the scorer. And he was in training camp. He's with the Iowa Wolves. Yep, yep, You're yep. speculating on Twitter today. I saw that he's going to get called up. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. You want that depth there, anyways. Yeah. Even if he's never going to get a minute of time on the floor, you know, just it's nice case. to have him just in, in case. case. You already have a spot, so. I saw that uh, people, I think it was Britt Robson, who said he would be intrigued in seeing Mike James. Yeah. You may remember him from torching <laughs> us during some of the, our Phoenix matchups. <laughs> you may remember him Target Center, <laughs> the score in 25 or whatever. Looking like the best player on the Phoenix Suns yeah, some really. nights. Yeah, really. So just from my limited experience watching him, I'd be like, yeah, get that guy. He was, he was like shooting, three, shooting, you know, crazy from well, the I mean, the Suns range. just cut him, but everybody in the league was surprised by it because he right. had been decent so far so that is somebody for sure to look at but you know once again if you sign him to a 10-day contract that means you have to at least probably play him and i'm not sure how much Tibbs wants to do that you know i think general consensus is they're just going to play crawford at point guard a little bit more you know just a few minutes per game you know and kind of have a point guard by committee whenever Tyus is down on the floor mm-hmm. you know so it'll be Butler or Wiggins or or Crawford bringing the ball up the floor um you know something like that i think that's the most likely scenario given what we know about about Tibbs even right. you know you look at Aaron Brooks and say well you have him you could do that but he in his limited minutes have just been so bad and I just, you know, given what we know about Tibbs and, you know, what he's done with, with uh, Shabazz Muhammad, kind of given the same situation, it's like, hey, we've given you minutes and you didn't show me anything. So I think, even Aaron, though Brooke, I think Aaron Brooks, Brooks is the Tibbs run. guy. He'll get run. Yeah. Like when Tyus was playing, when Teague was out earlier in the season, Aaron Brooks routinely played with the second unit. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it went too well, so maybe he won't get that many minutes, but I'm sure there's going to be five to ten minutes a game for yeah, him. Yeah, eight minutes. Here or there, right. get in there. So give yeah, Tyus I think that's more likely is we're not going to sign anybody. We'll just give Tyus way more minutes. We'll give Jamal more minutes, and uh, you know, you give a few to Brooks. But I really wouldn't expect any signings. Nice. All maybe, right. Like you said, maybe Mello Trimble comes yeah. up and sits on the bench, and especially because he's already in the G League, he's already in our system. Yeah, you know, it'd be easy just to bring him up. It's not a separate ten day contract. You don't have to go through all that. You don't have to bring in a foreign guy that you you know doesn't know your stuff. You know, Melo's already in the system, so. Maybe in the meantime, Jeff Teague can uh, look into getting a drop, a sound drop for us. We still don't have a Jeff Teague sound drop. We're still looking for Just one. Just doesn't say anything interesting. Even Jim Pete, you know, do, saying, you know, Jeff Teague with the floater or something. I, I don't know. We need one, though. So if you ever hear of a drop for Jeff Teague, holla at us, tweet at us, we at Wolvescast. We, we need, need something for him. We definitely need one. Um, cool. Next thing on the list for Full Court Press. He's hitting up. 
Time to talk about the Christmas Day game. The we are now played on Christmas. What is it? One and one all time on one. Christmas Day games. That's right. One and so, one. Raised our batting average to five hundred there. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great to win national stage. I know a lot of people had checked out by then because uh, you know they've been watching, watching NBA tip. games all day. But uh, we were checked in for that, and it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, definitely had to mute it. After a quarter or so? It took us about 10 minutes of the game. You know, We got to the end of the first quarter and we're like, all right, what? how do we do this? It's, I think it probably took us even less because we got the clock radio and the clock radio was like 30 <laughs> seconds ahead of the TV feed. And so yeah, we're like, we can't do it with the clock radio. Let's try and tough it out. I Couldn't mean, do that. I mean, immediately, like at tip-off, it was Barkley and Shaq like, just going at each other. I mean, they, and they were both on the same side, I guess, of like, Carl, they just started out with Carl Anthony Towns leads this team in three point percentage. Can't believe yeah. your big man is leading you in three point. Get him near the hoop. Like it's not like he missed a shot and they no, started complaining no. about. It. He made a three and they're like, you can't have that. You can't, you can't have that. No, we can't have this. And it was just like it just automatically launched into what you imagine the worst case scenario was for this broadcast of like bickering and like in jokes and yo mama stuff and it was just as like bad as I anticipated. I told my wife <laughs> it was almost as bad as listening to a Twins game called by Dick and Bert. You heard me. They're the worst. It's even worse than inside. <laughs> They're the worst. Almost that bad. So thankfully, you got the League Pass audio up and running. It was lagging about 30 seconds behind, but we could just pause the DVR. Behind is fine. If you're ahead, we can't do anything about it. But if the audio is is behind, then we can pause the DVR and keep it rolling like that. And get such gems as Jim Pete saying, and Thibodeau wishes them a Merry Christmas. (laughs) After Thibodeau (laughs) cussed somebody out. Yeah, Thibodeau said said a swear word uh, at a ref or something like that. And uh, yeah. Jimmy said, Tom Thibodeau saying, wishing them a Merry Christmas. Uh, Britt Robeson on The Athletic had a great uh, line uh, writing about the the broadcast, uh, the TNT broadcast. He wrote, it was like having a frustrated comedy troupe as substitute tutors for your SAT prep. Uh, you know, kind of commenting on the difference between the TNT broadcast and the typical, uh, you know, Dave Benz. And how uh, unqualified the Inside the NBA crew <laughs> yeah. is for doing They're that. They're just clowning up there. Yeah, they don't. They really don't care, and we knew they wouldn't. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad. I hope that you, you know, saw our tweets and also started listening yeah. to the radio instead because it was Horton. a much superior experience. Yes, I was wearing uh, a dark. Oh, let's see, it was <laughs> Ricky a, Davis. It's a Ricky Davis uh, KG era jersey, the black, black one. Yep. And uh, what were you wearing? I had the Jimmy Butler Team USA. That's right. uh, Rio jersey on. So. Our yeah. grandma wore a jersey, so yeah. that's great. We got a family photo with my grandma in it, all of us wearing the jerseys. Whole family photo can be seen at Instagram.com backslash WolvesCastPod. So go check that out um, to see what we wore while we watched the Wolves. It was cool to see him win. Uh, you might you as know, well follow us while you're there. You might as well. You might as well hit the follow button. But yeah, Christmas Day was fun. T- the, the team got the win, and... Um, and yeah, hopefully this is the beginning of a, an annual tradition. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, are, are we are we out? Is, is the bloom off the rose now? Are we out of the situation where it's like we're the fun young team? Like no, looking no, ahead no. to next year, we make, like we make the playoffs this year, and then okay. we're going to be a uh, you know you got to have them in the matchup. I mean, it's hard if you're not team. on the coasts, right? Like, Tell that to the Thunder. You know, I guess Thunder's there every year. The Bulls seem to be there a lot. They weren't there this year. They're bad now. They probably won't be there. But if like, they want to do a Bulls game, then have us play in Chicago. Have Jimmy Butler. Have I love that, it. Have that rivalry, you know, because it. we're connected to that team. So I mean, that'd be another good one. 
Yeah, so or maybe we'll go to the finals and then we'll be the finals rematch. Uh, I like game it. Of the night, you know? Or yeah, even just any playoff thing because I could. Yeah, if I go back to Bulls th- or we go back to Wolves Thunder again, we could do that. You know, we'll maybe we have an oddly competitive series against the Spurs this year. Here we go. Take them to seven or something, and then it's a it's a rivalry. I think I could see something like that happening. Um, but yeah, it was great to see the Wolves on Christmas. Get the win. Super fun. Super new feeling. Feels like the team is like legit now or something. Like we're like we they finally feel, they feel more legit every day. <laughs> you know, I'm still getting used to this cheering for a winning team thing, but every day it starts to feel more real. Okay, cool. Anything else on Christmas Day, Scott? Um, I got. I didn't get a new jersey, but I got some Christmas cash that I think I'm going to spend on a new jersey. I can't decide. Do I do the statement green Ooh. or do I do the Minnesota blue? Ooh. Do I do Towns gray? or Wiggins? I'm having a lot of problems uh. deciding. So maybe you can let me know. Hit us what, up in the comments of Canis. What's this guy get? Yeah. I'm leaning to, I don't know. It's tough. Blue or green, Towns or Wiggins. Ooh, I like the green. I like the green. And don't even say gray. Okay. Don't, don't even, even say it. Don't even say it. All right. I, I won't then. All right. Moving on. He's on fire! Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll get an all-star Jimmy jersey instead. We'll see. Ooh, see what that's like. See, yeah, that's going to be interesting because they're going to be east and west this year. How are they going to they gotta merchandise the all-star game? Right. But how are you going to do it Is it going to be like the LeBrons and the Durants or something? Like, what is it going to be the team names? And uh, so many questions about that. We'll get to that in a later Yeah, we'll talk about episode. all-star in more details. All right, our next topic, our final topic of the week is 2017 faves, everybody. It's Ooh, been a long faves, year. Faves, you might not even faves. remember everything that happened. Yep. Uh, so we're just going to reflect on some of our favorite Timberwolves things to happen in chronological order. Um, the first one I wanted to... Ooh. The first one I wanted to talk about, and I hope you didn't delete his sound drops off the board. I'll be so disappointed I, if I you wouldn't. didn't. Nope. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, I'd leave him there. <laughs> I'm Ricky Rubio. I'm not like anybody else. Uh, my favorite thing early on in the season after the All-Star break, uh, you know, we lost a lot of games because we were tanking, but we also had Wiggins and Towns playing terrifically and more importantly, the best stretch of Ricky Rubio's career mm. in terms of scoring, shooting the ball. There was yeah. a stretch of like two weeks where he was averaging 20 points a game. He had a game against the Lakers where he had 33 points and like four made threes and like 10 assists. And it was just like... Watching, he was scoring at the rim even, which is even crazier than his yeah. three-point shots started falling. Yeah. It was just like he had this confidence that in his scoring that he had never possessed before. And that was what made me sad when, he, when we parted ways. I was like, man, I felt like the end of it, we were finally seeing everything that we had wanted to see for years for Ricky, that we had been talking about for years for Ricky. We were finally all seeing it clicking. And it was just thrilling. It was like, despite the losses, it made watching games in March and April really fun, which is not something that we're used to. <laughs> yeah, that, for sure. I mean, when we look back, as we are right now, at, at the entirety of 2017, we got to think about last year's team, even though they were, you know, what, they won 31 games, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mostly disappointing, another lottery year, that kind of thing. But at the end of the year, they really came on, and Ricky was a big part of that. So always great to see, you know, Ricky hit shots and, uh, we didn't know at the time. We had we had inklings, maybe, but it, w- it would be his his final games uh, yeah. with the Wolves. Well, so it's 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 nice to look back on that time as like at least he went out like sort of playing some of the best basketball he's ever played in the NBA. The Ricky Rubio fandom experience for the past several years have been twice a year getting yourself ready to watch his last games. <laughs> trade deadline comes. He's always rumored. Uh, Every single trade deadline for the past it? five Is years, he's rumored. The, could this be it? Every offseason we go into, we're like, will Ricky be on the team next season? So <laughs> I've been emotionally preparing myself so often for that that I was very used to it when it did come around. But... uh that was uh, this is our favorite moments, not our least favorite moments, because I'll tell you it ruined that wedding the day that I found out he was trading. I was <laughs> at a wedding. Bride and groom were walking down the aisle. I got the text from Neil. Ricky Rubio traded to Utah. 
another 2017 fave was right at the very end of last season. We had the the new logo be unveiled at Target Center with the performance from uh, POS and uh, Prof on uh, on the court. That was really fun. Um, you know, I think everybody for the most part enjoyed the new logo. Lots of uh, comparisons to the Phoenix Coyotes and a couple other things at first, but I think it's aged well, at yeah. least in the last like six to eight months. Like it's gotten to the point now where you know people I think like it, they, they accept it. That no one really dislikes it, so you know I think that has definitely aged well. It and, is and a that professional was logo. Yeah, it's very very pro looking. Looks legit. Looks like a professional sports team logo. But if yeah, you that- go back and listen to the pod where we talked about it. We were both uh-huh. a little underwhelmed just yeah. because we were ex- we bit. were hoping for a home run, and so we weren't thrilled about a solid base hit, you know. Yeah. But it was a good at bat, base hit, got on base. Here's uh-huh. my baseball metaphors uh-huh. for this episode, uh-huh. where it's like, you know what, it wasn't great, but they didn't mess it up. They could have very easily messed it up, and it would be bad if we had a bad logo. Yeah, that'd be the point. It's not a bad logo; it's a fine logo. Yeah. It, you know, someday I might even call it a good logo. Yeah, someday. I do still think that Iowa Wolves got the better logo, though. Ooh. I don't need the. Whole, I don't want the whole wolf howling upwards thing. You get give the me full the, face. Give me the face looking yeah, at it, you know? Yeah, give me so, the three-quarters face. But uh, also tied in, I know it was later in the summer that we saw the jerseys, but we're tying it into this, yep. this point. Logo and jerseys. New era, new look, uh, Timberwolves, so... Um, I love the new jerseys, even yes. better than the logo. Yes. I, I'm just a huge fan of how they've come out, even with the lackluster city edition, which we've told you our feelings about before. Yeah. You know, even with that, it, who cares about that? It's only going to be a few times a year. You yes. know, so like. I think four. The, the, <laughs> yeah. The green is six, so that is like four. So the blue jerseys look so good. It's such a great look for the Wolves yeah. that I, I just love it. Yeah. Both their main jerseys are, are really growing on, on everybody, I think, and especially Jim- when you see them on the court. So. Jim Beat did his power rankings of the Wolves jerseys all time, and he ranked the icon was number one. The icon was the new one. You know, the newest Boom. jerseys were his number one. So uh, I can't argue with that. I'm playing NBA 2K18. I'm actually wearing the new jerseys. All Usually, right. all the years past, I've clicked to the his, historical yeah. and go classic black Timberwolves. Uh, you know, KG era. Yeah. And now I'm I'm playing with the actual jerseys. So. Um, that was good. It was a very positive experience seeing the new look of the Timberwolves. Totally. Um, moving on throughout the year, we had the summertime. We had uh, draft and free agency where the whole team was was uh, overhauled. The roster has an entirely new look to it, and uh, it all started off um, with draft night trading for Jimmy Butler, probably the biggest move in franchise history. Um, obviously the best Possibly player. At least. I mean, trading KG might have been the biggest one, yeah. but that one didn't work out for the us. The best, you know, the best team addition uh, to the Timberwolves in franchise history, getting Jimmy Butler uh, for Levine and Dunn and, um, uh, you know, swapping picks. the seven for the 16. picks, yes. Can't um, believe they gave us a pick back. That's nah, so that should absurd. not have been a pick swap. That was dumb. Whatever. They, they sold Jordan Bell for like $1,000 to the Warriors later in that night. They, it was a bad, a bad draft night for Chicago. So obviously getting Jimmy Butler is the moment of the whole year, I think. It's number one. I mean, that's the, that is the moment that we'll be looking back on for a long, long time. We're always going to remember where we were when we heard about it and, and the situation. Uh, just incredible to have that happen on draft night and have it all fall into place with a what right now seems like a heist um, you know, for uh, of the Bulls, so and just you know, an amazing night. As a fan, we've been saying for years, like, oh yeah, we had an MVP contender in Kevin Love. I think he got like third place in voting one yeah. year after his best year. 
and we were saying like, oh, Towns, he's gonna be he's he's gonna be a top ten guy if he isn't already. But watching what Jimmy's doing with his team right now, it makes me realize I haven't we haven't seen anyone with this caliber of play. <laughs> right, someone who is just takes over a game, both ends of the court, shuts people down, takes every shot, and seemingly makes all the shots. You know, it's just like, oh wow, I don't think I've since KG, I have not watched a player be this good at basketball play for the Wolves. It makes you even realize how far Towns still has to go. Yeah. Like Towns is nowhere close to this level of competency night in, night out that Jimmy Butler and brings. It's easy to confuse that when you have to have someone who's the best, quote unquote, best player in your team. Al Jefferson was the best player on our team. He seemed pretty good. He was borderline all star. Um, even Kevin Love. Several time um, all star for the Wolves. Exactly. But you realize that those players were nowhere close to, to, to what Butler is right now. And what you know now we truly do have a top ten player in the um, you know on our team. I always so. feel that term gets thrown around too much, but now that I'm seeing what Jimmy is doing, I'm like, yeah. this is actually it. This, this is, is actually it. what it is. Yes, so. yes, yes. What a thrill! Um, other free agency moves: bringing in Jeff Teague, bringing in Taj Gibson, Jamal Crawford, getting some vets in the house. Obviously, a huge part of the remake of this roster. So that's those were all big moves. As and they well. weren't all the most thrilling signings. No. I know we all had our feelings like we wanted George Hill instead. Yeah, but we we, we don't know who Patrick wants to Patterson. sign here or not. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's hard to evaluate in a vacuum. But regardless, those are big name players signing to the Timberwolves. We don't we never saw that before. Yes. We absolutely. never had big free agency signings. We are like Kevin Martin was the biggest free agency signing, you know. So it's just like, you know, for the past 10 years, we are not used to having name brand players come here. And yeah. Even though, you new. know, maybe Jamal's over the hill at this point. But <laughs> Taj has been better than most people gave him credit yeah. when he made that signing. And yeah. He's been a lot better. Wow. He's been incredible. So um, at the end of the summer, we uh, early fall, we had uh, the Minnesota Lynx winning um, their fourth WNBA title. Ooh. Um, you know, that's not Timberwolves, but it's Timberwolves adjacent. Best Minnesota you know? sports team. That's right. So we, we I gotta, was there. We I, was give in, a, I was there when they clinched. We got to give a quick, a quick you know, shout out to them uh, to make sure we're not forgetting them. Because if you're a very big Timberwolves fan, listen to the show. You should definitely be a Lynx fan because uh, they're the more successful franchise. And wow, they're, they're, they play great basketball. I've so. been at Game Five the last three years for the Lynx. Oh. Two happy experiences. That's one awesome. very bittersweet experience. Yes. Because yes. we were winning that one until the last minute. The one we lost to the Sparks, it was that last minute put back. Mm. That was a gut punch. Sucked the air right out of the building. But there's nothing like being in the building when your team clinches a championship. Crazy. It is the best experience in sports ever. I cannot recommend it enough. Try to get to the Lynx next championship next year because it's exquisite. Um, and then a couple more things to finish out. Uh, you know, to start this season, the the current season of uh, NBA basketball, we had Target Center reopening. Um, got some nice additions and um, you know renovations to the building. You know, some some very nice uh, some extras, and you know it's, it's been sorely needed over the last couple of years. I think so. Yep. It's cool to see that they actually all that stuff done after so many years of talking about it. It, it finally it, got done. And I'm not a snob when I say this, but it's now finally okay to sit in the upper deck. The huh. sound in the upper deck. I mean, let alone the scoreboard. The scoreboard was there last year, at the end of last year, and that was great. Scoreboard's great now. But also now the sound settings. It used to be Ooh. that you couldn't hear anything when you were in boomy, the upper deck. Yeah. yeah. And so now the sound and the video is so good in the upper deck that you don't even feel you know bad when you're sitting up there. You're like, yeah, this is a very adequate entertainment experience and then on the basketball court to uh start this season the wolves have been good that's uh something we have to 22 is our favorite for for 2017 is the team being good perhaps if we win during this milwaukee game that's going on right now 10 games over 500 whoa which is insane i mean come on guys that's ridiculous we had we had 31 wins last season we're at 22 right now wild so um not only that we've had two five game winning streaks i remember not the one first but two 
when the first five game winning streak happened, they're like, this hasn't happened since like the aughts, you know, it was like, yeah, like 10 years ago. <laughs> and so it's, it's just, I don't even know how to deal with all the success, you guys. Just amazing. Um, so yeah, that's 2017. Some of our favorite things that happened, some of our favorite uh, moments and, uh, you know, uh, benchmarks to kind of think about and look look back on as, as we finish up uh, 2017 here. It's been a good year overall, I think, for, for Wolves fans. For Wolves so. fans. It's yeah. been a bad year for the country, but a very good year for fans the Minnesota right. Timberwolves. They, they can't duck with me or they can't pluck with me. or can't fuck with me. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. All right, we're going to keep the show moving. Time for sponsor. Uh. Yeah. Time for a very special sponsor. Get all, money. All of our sponsors are very special. Uh. Let me just say that first. Yeah. Not not one of them is overlooked. Making money. They're all very important and magical to us, but today we have the most special sponsor of all. It's us. Shane Serrano wrote, bet on yourself, and I am Shay. I am betting on myself today. I also bet on myself when I quit one job for another job last week. <laughs> Your tweet helped me through that morning of indecision. Yes, that's right. Wolvescast is the sponsor of Wolvescast today. We thought instead of uh, sell this ad time to another business, to another uh, company, we're going to keep it in-house today. We've got to tell you, you know? about this really swell podcast, you guys. It's been around for a minute. They're 64 episodes in. So you know that they've already gotten all all the you know beginner's troubles, all the audio issues, all, all the, the mistakes they can make. And they're hitting that kind of prime right now where they're really knowing what ideas work and don't work. But yet they still have enough ideas and enough energy that they're trying new things. They haven't really settled into it and because they're, all, they're mentally checked out, moved on to bigger, better things. It's really the ideal time to buy into this podcast. You're already listening to it, so you know about Wolf's Cast. You're in the know. But there's a lot of Wolves fans out there who don't know about our show, and that's where you come in. We need your help. Uh, think in your brain right now as you're listening to the show. Think of somebody who loves the Timberwolves as much as you do. They've been through all the hard times. They're ecstatic that Jimmy Butler is here and the things are finally starting to work out just a little bit. Think about that person. Um, and now take that time to um, send a link to that person. Send them our website, wolvescast.com. Send them uh, the Canis Hoopus blog post where this show is currently living. Um, you know, Link them to our Twitter page. Whatever it might be, we would really appreciate it. It would help us out a lot if you could do something like that. Now forget that person. Yes. That person is so into the wolves, they've already heard of us. They've seen a retweet. They've gotten a look at us. Maybe they haven't listened to us yet, so you can push it on them. But now think of somebody who is kind of interested in the Wolves. A little bit, a little bit. Doesn't listen to the sports podcast because they're not for them. There's too much analytical talk. Too Too many stats. Too many references they don't understand. Maybe they recommend us to them because we are kind of a vaudevillian variety show. We have games every week. We have totally legit real sponsor ads that are never fake. We have different segments. It's really the show for somebody who is your ADD Timberwolves fan. Speaking as someone with ADD and is a Timberwolves fan, it's really the show for them because we keep it moving. We got lots of different segments. We keep it fun and punchy, you know? That's right. So we're just um, using this time to make sure that uh, you're telling all your friends, Wolves Cast, the podcast, is where it's at. Tell everybody you know who loves the Wolves about our show. We'd really appreciate it. And big thanks to you for listening. Thanks to us for sponsoring us this week. Tell your friends about the fifth highest rated Timberwolves podcast. And right now, it's time for Power, power Rankings. Power. 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 
Yeah. It's the end of the year. What other podcast has music like this, you guys? Oh, we got this is one of the this is one of my more favorite. This sounds like legit could be the intro to Bill Nye. You know? Oh yeah. It's great. Oh yeah. Uh yes, it is the end of the year, as you might know, as uh, we might have mentioned a couple times here. I love New Year's Neil. On the it's show. It's one of my top three favorite holidays, <laughs> along with the fourth of July and Martin Luther King Day. So my three favorite holidays. Martin Luther King Day comes first, of course. <laughs> Not only because you get a great slate of NBA games, and it's a good person to celebrate, but also because we get cake, ML cake, every mm, year. Yum. Chocolate on chocolate cake, chocolate frosting, chocolate cake. Don't get don't get clever with your marble BS, you know. It's black and white. just represents what he's doing. No. Chocolate cake, chocolate frosting, NBA games all day. That's Re- coming soon. Try to read uh, letters from Birmingham jail. It's a short read. You know, it's a great holiday. But I also love New Year's Eve. One, it's one of the holidays that everyone celebrates. It's not tied into a religion or something. That's right. So Everybody you don't have to do worry it. about it. You're at the cashier. Just say, Happy New Year, you know? They're also, fine. you celebrate it by partying late at night. I'm a night owl. You're a night owl. We're night people. <laughs> yeah. This is the time of night Our where everyone time. is like, we're going to stay up as late as Neil and Scott. Yeah, lots of holidays happen in the morning. I like that. And know? I like being reflective of the year that's gone by. That's right. So it's really, honestly, one of my top three favorites. And with that comes resolutions. We've done some resolutions on here in the past. I know I resolved to be less angry at the officiating in NBA games and not let it affect my mood so much. Oh, my God! Towns could work on that, too, I think. <laughs> so uh, we have some New Year's resolutions. We're going to rank the top 10 New Year's resolutions for Timberwolves players. That's right. We have 10 players here, and we have uh, sussed out what their uh, resolutions should be. I'll get this started out here with... Uh, number 10. M- number 10. Mr. <laughs> Gorgie Zhang. Um, he, um, his resolution this year is to use the glass more often. Um, if you'll recall, earlier in Gorgie's career... He used to he used to get that bank that mid range bank shot going all the time. Very D Wade, very Tim Duncan. He was like top him. five in bank shots made per yes, year. Yes, yes, he was. But uh, he's kind of removed it from his game. He doesn't really shoot that shot anymore. Like from the free throw line, extended like kind of shot mid range. So he doesn't use the glass as much. But I loved seeing that shot. It was so unique. Not many guys have it, and. Um, you know, so I think uh, Gorgie Zhang should should uh, you know have that in his resolutions this year to use the glass a little bit more. I, I would like to see him do that. The bank is always open for you, Gorgie. Yeah, yeah. The bank is always open. Let's do number nine, Marcus George's Hunt. Also need a drop for him. So yeah. if anybody, he's new <laughs> though. Knows. Hasn't gotten into too many interviews anybody yet. Knows. Some audio from uh, MGH. His resolution for 2018 is to read more books. You got to do it. You know, he reads a lot of articles. He's always reading. It's not like he doesn't read. He he spends hours a day online reading articles, tweets, yeah, Instagram comments, a lot of shorter form stuff. But he's resolved to read more books this year. Maybe like. One a month or so. Just take the time to unplug and read a physical book, not on your Kindle or anything. And, you know, grow your knowledge that way. Learn how to enjoy lawn works of fiction or nonfiction. That's right. Love it. Okay, cool. Number eight. Number eight is Taj Gibson. And Taj, uh, his resolution this year is to get a new tattoo, and that would be of the number 67. I don't know if you know this, but Taj Gibson is the only player in the league to wear a number 67. He might be the only player in league history, although I can't confirm that now. I can confirm it, Neil. You have it? You have it? You have it on good authority? Yes. Okay. Only player to ever wear 67. 67. No one's ever done it before, um, you know, he, you've, but he has. You've heard people say, new year, new me. Ooh. It's time to rebrand myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Be a bold new direction for my life. That's right. This is how a rebrand move. He's 67. You He's know? doing it all season long. He's got the 67 on his back. 
He's the only one with that, so run you know, with it. Run I as think far Taj as he can. Understands that you know for him his resolution. You know maybe when the season's all over with, um, you know get that six seven tattooed, maybe real big, right on your back, right where the number is. Change Mine your Instagram well. handle from Taj Gibson twenty two to Taj Gibson sixty seven. Good you know? point. I didn't know he still had that. Yeah, really, re- really redo it all. You know, six seven all the way around. So that's uh, that's what it is for Taj. All right. Speaking of New Year, New Me, let's go to number seven, Jeff Teague. Time to change up your look, man. Mm. The, little, the little mustache, goatee thing, same haircut. You've been having it for a while. It makes you look like a 60s movie star or, or earlier. You're like Humphrey Bogart with that look right now. And I just think that, you know, it'd be exciting to try something new. It's too well-kept. I think just, you know, let's try something different. Clean-shaven altogether, maybe that won't look good. Kyrie Irving doesn't look good with clean-shaven when he do did you have, that. Do you have any idea of what, what, what you think would look good for him? Like like hair-wise or uh, what are you thinking? Other things he could do? Um, well, I would like to see a mohawk. Okay. Is first and foremost. Yep, yep, yep. And, you know... Experiment with some with some facial hair things. First, grow out a full beard. Okay. I'm not saying I you like have to it. do a James Harden thing, but no. if you grow up a full beard, then you have a clean canvas upon which to paint. Yes. And you can try different things. You can cut it up different ways. Yes. Maybe go, maybe see if you can bring mud and chops back. You know, I feel like we're always close to getting chops back. Maybe this is what could happen. Push Someone needs to do it. it. So Someone needs to do it. I'm just saying, it's time, Teague. You know, you got some a couple weeks now on the DL where you can mess with your look a little bit. And I'm excited to see what you pull out. Because, you know, if there's anything that it's the death of progress, it's just, you know, this being the same all the time. Stagnation. So you, got, you got to push those boundaries. I agree. Okay, cool. Let's get to number six. Number six is Jamal Crawford um, in our power rankings of Timberwolves New Year's resolutions. Uh, Jamal Crawford, his uh, New Year's resolution this year is to start a podcast. I think it needs to happen. Uh, you know, we, when people talk about Jamal Crawford, the first thing they'll say, uh, other than the fact that he's the best six man in NBA history, is that he's very well spoken. And then and, he is very eloquent. He's forever 21. He looks he's the same as when he got drafted. Forever 21. <laughs> he looks young, but even though he's like the fifth oldest guy in the league, um, Jamal Crawford needs to start his own podcast, and I think it'd be a good look for him for 2018. You know, you see JJ Redick; he's got his own show on the Channing Ringer Network. Fry had Channing one. Fry and, and Richard Jefferson are still rolling with their show, so it's um, not unprecedented. And the thing yeah. is, I bet you Jamal Crawford has got so many stories. He's got all the stories. He knows everybody. He can get great guests. Um, you know what, Jamal? I know you're listening. Let us know if you need some help with that. I would love to edit your show. Yeah, I'll absolutely. produce your show we'll for you, you Jamal. Whatever you need. I My got wife mics. will create a good podcast logo. She's artwork. done it for Kings of the North. We'll get the whole thing going for you. All you have to do is show up and talk on the mic. We'll do all the rest of the work for you, Jamal. Don't I, worry about it. You man. know, and I'm not saying he's going to retire anytime soon. Lord no. knows if anyone can play into his mid-40s, it's going to be Jamal Crawford, who doesn't age. But... It's never a bad idea to start diversifying your talent set so you have one foot in the door for whenever you do decide to retire. You could more seamlessly transfer over to other media ventures. Totally. Absolutely. All right. Well, that brings us to number five on the list. Andrew Wiggins, because you're not going to listen to last year's resolution to stop Snapchatting while you're driving. Still doing it. I still... We're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. Stop chastising you because chastising doesn't work. So now we're going to try different ways to change your behavior. I think it's time for him to start separate social media accounts for the love of his life. Cassie the dog. Cassie. If you follow Wiggins on Instagram or Snapchat, especially Snapchat, Snapchat, you're going to get 90% dog times like here's cassie laying in bed with me here's cassie watching me play call of duty that's not an exaggeration here's cassie fighting with another dog yes 
There's other dogs around, but Cassie is the biggest piece of Andrew Wiggins' heart. It's the love of his life. He just showed on Snapchat he, all he asked for for Christmas this year were photos of Cassie, <laughs> and he had a, just a ton of framed, blown-up photos of his dog Cassie around his uh, room his family of, listened. One of my favorite snaps, I mean, maybe if, you know in the last couple of months or something, but yeah, just Wiggins panning across all the photos of his dog that people gave him because he's a millionaire. Yeah, what can you get for a guy who's <laughs> just signed a deal to get paid? $150 million. Yeah, $150 million. Yeah, he's a guy good. who can buy anything he wants. You get him photos of Cassie. Cassie get him the dog. pictures of his hound. So... Basically, his social media accounts are just filled with Cassie anyways. Maybe it's time to create a separate account. Neil has a separate account for his puppy. Yeah. has more Instagram followers than he does. Get the Cassie going. That's what I'm saying. It's time to leverage that fame, get Cassie into like one of those true celebrity pets. That's right. You know, bring, right. Her, bring her to that level. All right. Moving on to number four, we have Ty Jones. That's right. Ty Jones, the new starting point guard for your Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, Tyus Jones this year, his resolution um, is to assist his younger brother Trey um, in getting acclimated to Duke University. Trey, Trey Jones, Jones is, is my man. Let Trey Jones is my man. Jimmy Butler, you heard it from him. That's Trey right. Jones is legit. He's going to Duke University. He's been scouted and 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 snapped up by by Coach K, one of the most highly regarded players of his year in high school. So Tyus can only help out his younger brother. He's been to Durham. He went to school there for one year. He was and most he made the outstanding. Most of it. He made the most of it. He he made it all the way to the Final Four. Was most outstanding player of the Final Four national championship. He did it all. Um, Let and, me tell you guys. Yeah, freshman year is rough. It's so hard. It's really hard when you move into Even college. Even when you're an uh, you know, all-American athlete headed to the NBA. you got to make new friends. Every time you go to the cafeteria, you're like, which table should I sit at? You start talking to a person for a meal, and then it's like, do we have to be friends now? Uh, just because we hit it off during a meal. If I yeah. see him on campus, do I have to wave? What if, is he, what if he doesn't wave back? You know, like It's weird being a freshman. And so I, you don't know anywhere in town. Tyus has obviously got a little bit of clout. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have to ever buy himself a beer in that town ever again for the rest of his life. So he could just do Trey, you know, the favor of telling him where all the good spots to eat and drink and have fun are in town. And, you know, where the hot spots are on that court. Maybe which mm. which end of the clubhouse you want to sit out in the locker room. Maybe he knows that what side is, has the leaky bench or whatever. <laughs> So Absolutely. It's just, you know, it's the least he could do because Trey's going to have such big f- shoes to fill. Tyus, go help out you, bro. Yep, this is being a good family member. All right, let's do number three. This is for Carl Anthony Towns. It's time for him. We've been endorsing Towns to get some local sponsorships. Yeah, he's got sponsorships nationally, but not too many local If you want to be a Minnesota icon... You can do two first play really well yeah. and represent our city. We'll already love you for that. But then if you get some sponsorships, because we love our companies, even if they're just corporations like, well, we love 3M and Best Buy. And, you know, so local stuff, get yourself integrated into the community like that. And then that's how you go from being like a celebrity in Minnesota to an icon forever in Minnesota. And you so, know what we love here in Minnesota? Craft beer. That's right. You can't throw a stick without hitting a brand new brewery yeah, these yep, days. Yep, yep, Tap rooms all over. So which one's going to do the opportunity of naming one of their ales after Carl Anthony Towns first? We brainstormed some names that you might want to use, but we think any of these would be appropriate and Towns could use them. Any tap room could use them. We got a couple here for you. Uh, number one, Car Ale to Anthony Towns. Car Ale. I love it. Car Ale. Could be any sort of beer. Isn't I mean, not it's technically. It's a very personal but, name. Yeah, Car any Ale. Kind of ale. 
Could be anything. Uh, the next one, Carl Anthony Taps. Again, very general. Could be any sort of thing. Could be the name of your whole seasonal, you know, thing. Whatever you have going on. Yeah. Um, lots of different things could be happening with Carl Anthony Taps. You could have Cat's Bach party. Ooh, like Block. Yeah, but with the Bach brewing, you Bach. Know, like a Bach style of beer. That's right, Bach. And uh, finally, we have Cat's Triple Double Ale, a Double. A double. Tripel also. Tripel double. Very uh, Belgian. Double beers. Very Belgian right there. They're very hoppy. I usually love them. Very high alcohol content. Mm. Um, So, yeah, let's make that happen. Um, I can't believe, like, if you think there's dozens of new breweries every year and each of them come up with a dozen new names, that means hundreds of new beer names are having to be created in the city every year. It's time to get one named after Carl Anthony Towns. Absolutely. All right. We're going to do number two on Power Rankings. It's Nemanja Bielica. Right, fresh back, uh, fresh off his uh, 15-game absence with a sprained ankle. Uh, He's back, and he's looking for a resolution this year. You know, he needs to get on track. He needs to, you know, really solidify himself in American culture, and there's no no better way to do that than to start dating a high-profile celebrity. Yep, exactly. Mm. A lot of people have a trouble saying his names, Nemanja, Bielitsa, <laughs> and you hear national publications when they try to talk to him, they're just they just butcher it because they're like, "Oh man, we're never talking about this guy." But he's a handsome young bachelor. Oh yeah, he's he's a fine looking European man, and I just think that if he could be dating someone maybe like a reality star, maybe not a Kardashian, because I mean, he's not quite up to that level. But any kind of B-list celebrity star, then he's in the gossip tabloids. And all the people like my wife would start to know who he is because mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. doesn't pay attention to the NBA media, but she does pay attention to gossipy things. And, yeah. you know, the Rainer has their whole, you know, Julia Littman is basically just, you know, her investment in players varies widely depending on how they're in the about gossip culture. tags. Yeah. yeah. So it's time for the rest of the world to embrace pneumonia like we have and get to know him. And he needs to get a high profile, you know, couple relationship going. Yeah. And, you know, something I just thought about is, you know, pneumonia Bielitsa. I just realized John Krasinski wrote about how he's married. He has a kid. There's all these things. But you know what? Doesn't matter. I did not know that. I I just thought of that. We we wrote all this and we just thought of it. You know, this can still happen though. You know what I mean? There are things you do for your career, family on the side. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a little something like that. Well, think you know, about there's it. still some partnerships, loosely, you know, in quotations, partnerships that he could be pursuing in order to raise his profile. That's the point of all this. Yeah, dating, romantic, whatever. Whatever it needs to be. He doesn't be. even need to actually be hooking up with them. Maybe That's if right. he just shows up to like five Nicki Minaj concerts in a row, everyone's going to be like, what's the connection with Nicki Minaj and Bielitsa? He's a married man. And then, and then you're in the gossip columns right there. It's just about who you're going out with, who you're being seen on the town with. He needs a little bit more of that, even though he has lovely family at home. Did not know that. Let's get them to some games. Yeah, just keeping it real here on the podcast. All right, our final resolution, number one. For Jimmy Butler, it's time for him to take his winning personality one of the biggest discoveries. I knew he was great at basketball. I did know, not know what a funny and engaging personality he is. Mm. So it's time for him to not keep that a secret. He needs to do some acting on TV or in a movie. I didn't. I just learned he was had a cameo in the movie Office Christmas Party. Yeah, which apparently. is now a movie I'm going to see for just for his cameo. I, I got to check it out. But he has got such a great personality. I think you start with a few cameos on TVs or movies, and eventually you can work your way up to a supporting role like LeBron in Trainwrecked. I think yep, he's at yep, least yep. as funny as LeBron. So I think that, you know, he's got acting friends. He's buddies with Wahlberg. Get in a Wahlberg production or something like that. And I think it's just going to be a natural fit for him. Yeah, I think Butler could be in movies. I think he definitely has a future 
in this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I think, uh, he, you know, he, I could see him, I could see him being in some stuff like that. Jimmy G buckets. The G stands for gets, ladies and gentlemen. So get some cool, good My roles. swag is crazy right now. Oh. You could see him in it. You know, you could. He, he's, he's definitely going to have something like this in his future, maybe in the offseason. We'll see. Those are our, uh, 2017, 2018, sorry, 2018 Timberwolves New Year's resolutions. Neil, do you have any basketball resolutions? I have a few. I, I'll, I'll get it started. So I didn't think. think about it. Go ahead. Um, for, Drop my yours on, quickly. for my on-court game, I want to work on my baseline shot a little bit so All people right. have to start respecting That's me out when I'm trying to create yeah. space uh-huh. and just get a little bit better at putting it back up underneath the rim. I nice. need to get a higher field goal percentage. Um, I want to watch more other NBA teams. Sometimes during Timberwolves season, I get to just watching the Timberwolves games. So I want to watch some other teams more. That's another resolution of mine for my watching perspective. And then finally, I want my res- my final resolution to be more like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> just when you're doing something, In do general. it 100. percent You yeah. know, don't leave anything on the table. I'm starting a new job, and I felt like maybe with my last job a little bit, I was leaving too much on the table. That's right. I wasn't jumping in with both feet. So everything I do in 2018, I'm going to do it like Jimmy Butler and be fully invested. I love that. That's awesome. I didn't prepare any, so I I don't know what my resolutions are yet. But I'm glad you have some. That'll have to do for this week. Um, let's keep it rolling. Time for Weekly Wolfies. Now presenting your Weekly Wolfie. Wolfie's in the house. Ooh. You know how this works. You get an award, good or bad, good or yeah. anything. Neil, yeah. what's your Wolfie? I'm going to start today? out uh, my Weekly Wolfies. Uh, this week, go to Conrad Burry. He is at Conrad Burry on Twitter. He uh, works for SportsLogos.net. Great He's follow. a designer. He um, also has another design job where he actually works on jerseys and stuff. But I just thought I'd give him a shout-out this week because with all the, the new city jerseys that are coming out with the Wolves, you know, having their Aurora Green um, a couple weeks ago debut, um, he's just been fun to follow all year. Obviously, we tweet a lot about you know this kind of thing, jerseys, what the team's wearing, and um, there's no one better to follow on uh, you know on Twitter uh, as far as tracking where this stuff is going. You know what sort of word marks are out there, what kind of logo. He, he just has a he just has a knack for finding where these things are maybe posted early. They come out on video games or on other retail sites. Conrad Burry on Twitter. Um, if you like jerseys, if you like new logos, if you yeah, like if design. If you're interested in design at all, it's yes. really fun to see even the stuff where he posts about hockey or yep. baseball or anything like Minor that. Minor League Baseball. Yeah, Man, lots I of love, really I can't wait. I want him to do this with the NBA. For baseball, he tracks the win-loss record in each jersey. So you can <laughs> oh see, like, I was wondering, like, which jersey do we lose the most wow. in? And it, no one has that information on NBA, but he does it for baseball. And it's great because you can see what jerseys your team has been cursed in, you know. Go follow Conrad. His uh, link will be in the show notes. And my weekly Wolfie this week is going to NBA 2K18. First, shout out to my parents for giving it to me for Christmas. Oh, yeah. I was waiting to get it. You finally played it. it. How is it? It's cool. great. A lot Good of fun. Good upgrade over last year? Yeah, because I played an online game and I wasn't matched against the Houston Rockets. All right. That was my complaint about 2K17. <laughs> I played maybe 50 to 60 online matches. Every single one of them was against the Houston Rockets. Could be the Warriors. I thought it was a glitch. I was like, is this a glitch in the matchmaking? Because I'm playing the Rockets every time. Weird. I think it's because Harden might be like the easiest player to play with uh, when you're not yeah. very good at it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this year I, was, I played an online match last night, beat the 
Thunder in my first online match, which nice. is nice. But really, just the respect they give the Wolves. The Wolves are a top 10 team in that game. Oh. Their defense is like a top 10 defense. Oof. And that's because of the numbers that their players <laughs> are rated at right now. Yeah. And uh, not, they, don't have the chemi- they don't have the chemistry Butler, issues on defense yeah. that we do. So they are a very well-rated team, and uh, which is nice because I always played with the Wolves online in previous versions, and I'm usually just like, it's an uphill battle when you're starting with one of the worst teams. It makes in the moves. Make some trades. Yeah, it's really tough to win with uh, just the default Wolves roster last several years. <laughs> yeah. So this year, I'm excited. I've been playing with a top 10 team, Neil. That's so awesome. shouts to NBA 2K. Uh, they get everything right. The players look freakily realistic at this point. Sometimes on tweets now, when freakily. I see just a photo of a player, uh, sometimes I don't know if it's NBA 2K or not until I zoom in. It's getting that good, you know? Realistic in there. All right, that's our uh, quick, quick Wolfies for this week. Let's uh, wrap it up right now. Play a game. All right, Neil. Well, we are looking back at 2017. We talked earlier about how there's some things early on in the year that you might not remember. Okay. So I have a quick quiz for you, a couple questions about stuff that happened in 2017. Early on, first half of the year. That's right, first half of the year. Okay. Question number one, who played more minutes for the Wolves in 2017, Lance Stevenson or Jordan Hill? In 2017, more minutes. Oh, man, I hardly saw Jordan Hill out there. I got to go Lance Stevenson. <laughs> Ten day contract, Lance Stevenson. Jordan Hill played less than seven minutes in 2017. Wow. I mean, I believe it. I mean, I guessed it, but that uh, that's pretty amazing because I think Lance had what like one or two 10 day contracts. Like yeah, two. He was only on the team for a month. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question: True or false? John Lucas the third did not play a minute of basketball for the Wolves in 2017. John Lucas 2017. Um, I'll say true. I don't remember him. All right. One more minutes-based question before we move on. Who played more minutes for the Wolves in 2017? Adrian Payne or Omri Caspi? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let me get Caspi on that one. Caspi? Ah, three for three. On the three season. Three. On the whole season, Payne only played 135 minutes. Caspi ended up playing 222 in just the short, like, two or three weeks we had him. Payne's still on the bench for Orlando. He's still hanging in there. Still in hanging the league. in the league. Someone else is Payne right now. Yeah. All right. True or false, Neil? Chris Dunn scored 10 or more points during the Rising Stars game. 10 or more points in last year's Rising Stars game. Uh, I would say false. I would say false. Oh. No, oh. Right, 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 right. Uh, <laughs> Quick weird finger. Uh, Chris Less Dun- than 10. Chris Dunn didn't even play in the Rising Stars game. He was not invited. <laughs> Did not get an invite. Trick question. Towns, however, had 24 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 steals. Oh, my gosh. Jamal Murray, I believe, won the MVP of that game. Uh. All right, question. Who had more 40-point games in 2017, Carl Anthony Towns or Andrew Wiggins? It's one or the other. It's one or the other. It's not, not a push. It's not, not a push. same. Uh, let me get Wiggins in this one. Is it Wiggins? Yes! Either or. Wiggins had four 40-point games in 2017. Towns only had one. And it was in a game where Wiggins also scored 40. There was that Lakers game at the end of last season where both Wiggins and Towns scored 40 in the same game. Neither have had it this year, right? Neither have had it so far this year. Okay. I think Jimmy Butler has the highest with 39 points in a game Mm, in the season. All right, three more questions. True or false? The Wolves have had a winning summer league record. Uh, uh, let's see. I have no idea. Let me say true. True. I think they made it pretty far. 
Yeah. Went three and two. Three. Can you name their top score? He's now doesn't get any minutes for the Charlotte Hornets, so I'm guessing you won't. Uh, now doesn't get any minutes for the Charlotte Hornets. Um, Jeremy, not Lamb, no. Um, no. I have no idea. Who it's is it? It's Marcus Page. Marcus Page. Score. I don't know who that is. Yeah, neither do I. All right, two more questions. Who signed their deal first, Taj Gibson or Jeff Teague? I mean, they were introduced simultaneously, but I believe Teague was there first. Let me get Teague. Teague. Ooh, it was a trick question. They both committed to signing before uh, the official signing period. So they signed on the exact same day. They signed on the same day. I think Teague agreed to it first, but you know, this from rumors. Yeah, we heard about that like right after Ricky was traded. I think they had the same press conference day, too. Yep, same press conference. They signed on the same day. Finally, Neil, my final question. Where were you on June 22nd? Is that, is that draft day? That's draft day. I was playing a show, a Cuckoo Kangaroo show in Hopkins, Minnesota. And right before we went on, I checked my phone and saw all the buzz and was amazingly happy. It was one of the best shows we played this year. Let me say that. What about you? Uh, I just feel like I should put this. <laughs> Your wife was on the podcast a couple weeks ago and said you were seeing a movie. No, you yeah, she movie. had that totally wrong. Yeah, she also said it was La La Land, which was not a summer movie. So She had it wrong. There must have been another thing that happened right. when we saw La La Land that I, I don't know. You are excited about yeah, it might have been. You were like definitely a, a cuckoo show. I remember that now because that's why you yeah. didn't come watch the draft with Robert and I. I had a show. Yeah, yeah. I was watching the draft with Robert, Polo, <laughs> Meg, a couple other people were over. We had some champagne just in case, and uh, we we cracked it open. That uh, was amazing. I, I remember telling Robert because we were a little behind. I was I, like they they were watching the recorded version of the draft. And they didn't want spoilers, but I saw that on my phone. I was like, Robert, I have to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> just tell me this. You trade? You know, I was like, yeah. It was great. Just amazing memories. What a day. Best memory of 2017. We should sure. have a one-year anniversary party on That was it. Yeah, we're going to have a Wolves cast party that day because it's going to go down in infamy as, as just, you know, or not infamy. That's infamous. No, it was a famous moment. It was not an infamous moment. It was a famous moment. That's right. Uh, Jimmy Butler joining the Wolves. Thank you, Tibbs. Appreciate that. All right, that'll do it. That that'll is do it for the 2017. End of our show. Wow, it's the end of our show. It's the end of the year. When you began listening to us at the beginning of 2017, you were watching a team that had no all stars and yeah. would be a top seven pick in the NBA lottery. And now look where we are at the end of 2018. Let's have that big wow. of a leap and improvement in the Wolves next year and that big of a leap of improvement in all of our lives. Remember, you can go from a lottery team to a top four seed in the Western Conference in one year. Just believe in yourself, everybody. I want to thank everyone for listening. And, uh, you know, come to Trivia at Darby's every Tuesday. Draw a tree up next to your team name. You'll get an extra point. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you have a happy new year. Please stay up and party all night. In the overtime, Minnesota scored 13 points. You scored 11 of them. What kind of a gear did you reach? Uh, I don't know. A a gear where I don't pass, obviously, but... (laughs) (laughs) If I'm making some shots, uh, I think it's the right play. Uh, Jamal hit a huge one, though. Um, I was about to shoot it. I won't lie. He yelled at me, so I passed it to him. In a game against a division opponent where there was so much emotion involved, how big was it that you guys are walking off this court overtime winners instead of on the other side? It's big. Uh, we just got to get Cat and Todd to stop hacking, and we'll be all right. You hear the MVP chance tonight? Nah, I was at the free throw line locked in. They made me miss one. Thanks, Jimmy. Nice game, too. Thank you. Jimmy Butler, 39 points, and you know he heard it, the MVP chance here tonight at Target Center.